I learned some stuff about Pokemon, and we can't talk about <laughs> We're it. Not allowed to talk about it. But not allowed. You, my brother told me. My brother told me that there are alert, banned content detected. Redacting conversation for your health and safety. Thank you for your cooperation. Catherine Fox. Esteban Fajardo. Have you seen any free Wi-Fi lately? Yes. Yeah? Okay. I haven't seen much free Wi-Fi. I feel like the Wi-Fi is, they're clamping down on it. The man is keeping us out. Oh, yeah. Wi-Fi. You haven't seen any free Wi-Fi signs in LA recently? Not recently. Ooh. I've seen signs for parking. I've seen construction signs. Oh, speaking of construction signs. This is off topic from the already non-topic that is the existence of invisible Wi-Fi. Um, there's a building that's being demolished across from like my work, and I can like see it throughout the day. It's been going on for weeks now as they slowly have this crane chip off bit by bit this tall skyscraper. Mm. I mean, it's not like a skyscraper, but it is like the crane is eating more than a dozen stories tall. Yeah, so they have to have this giant crane with this tiny little grabber hand at the end, just like peck chip, away chip, like chip, a bird, chip, 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 bit by bit. So it falls little bits by bit down, and then they also have a second crane that's being like controlled by someone with a uh, that has like a, just a, a huge fire hose at the end. So it's shooting water at all the places where it's chipping, so that I think what it does is the water catches the dust and oh, so it, doesn't it falls get to other with buildings. the water. Yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't get in the air everywhere and stuff. And so they've been slowly chip, 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 chipping away at this uh, at this uh, building for, like, weeks, tearing it down. And every time I look at, like, construction stuff, I'm always, like, you know, I'm always thinking of, like, giant mechs and things, right? <laughs> and construction equipment is the closest we got to a big old mech because you got one person sitting in the cockpit and, like, a big old metal arm, and it can just, like, it can just smash that whole building. I saw it punch through this building as it was demolishing it once. It was just, like, blah! And then a big thing like fell into itself and was like, wow, there's so much power, so much power that that one person has. And I think about that constantly. Like we've trusted this incredible machine that can destroy all of us. It could raise a city on its own with this crane operator. And that's wonderful. That's, that's, that's <laughs> terrifying and wonderful that one person could have so much power. And I just hope, like, man, crane operators better get paid well, right? Like, if they don't. I've heard that they do, but I don't know. I heard that, too. And then I did some Googling, and you know what? Uh, Maybe some of them do, but I saw some job postings. I got on Indeed.com for crane operators. Oh, no. (laughs) What does Indeed have have to say? say? Some people, I think, deserve to be paid a little bit more in the crane operator game, game. As someone who is at the base of a giant mech, crane <laughs> i would like that person to be paid better so that's my opinion on the matter so anyways crane operators can officially be called mecha pilots now yeah i think so cool they're pilots i i would quit making video games and become a crane operator so that i could be called like introduce myself as a mech pilot and people would be like what are you talking about and it'd be like oh i move them cranes around i put the buildings up i take the buildings down I get into fights sometimes. 
you you make a line so spider-man can get to oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. i help spider-man out my bud (laughs) (laughs) oh my god what would you do if you quit work working in games what would be your 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 second second profession i would open a uh a dive cafe kind of like a dive bar but it only serves like a coffee no cream or sugar just coffee (laughs) Um, no cappuccinos or anything just coffee straight up coffee just coffee do you know where uh, you would open this uh probably in a city like la or something Oh, that sounds pretty tough. You know, restaurant game. That's yeah, that's true. Like that that's my like old spinster retiree plan. Like mm-hmm. um but if I left games now, I don't know what I would do. I never thought about it. Well, if you also become a crane operator, we can get into crane fights. <laughs> Arm wrestle with the cranes. Woo! Yeah. What the heck are we gonna talk about? I need oh, to write a note. Well notes. I'm actually not sure. I, I kind of wanted to talk about persona but i i i I haven't beaten it (laughs) i still haven't beaten it that was your one job i know i was gonna do you know how many video games i've beaten in the time that it's taken you to beat persona i finished cans of hyrule last night like that i mean that's not even that's not that's not a jrpg no it's not how many jrpgs did you finish in the time when i when did i even start persona i think i'm gonna start playing final fantasy 6 oh okay is that one on Switch? It's on Switch. Um, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure it's on Switch. Yeah, why why is that why 6? Because I want to do an older one. I don't want to do 7. Fair. 8 isn't up yet. 9, everyone's like it's like a throwback to the old ones. It's like, well, I don't want to throw back. I want like the old ones that <laughs> I that people like. I really want to play 8 and 9. Because I've heard really good things about that one. I've never played a 2D one, though, so... I want to do a 2D one and 6, since it's the last, like, 2D one before they did 3D. That means it's the most sophisticated, beautiful 2D they'll have, right? I don't That's know. That's usually how these things go. Uh... It's like they say, the old saying, pixel art is prettiest just before the dawn of 3D. Um, no. Nope. That's what they say, right? No? No. I'm the only one? Yeah, you're the only one who says that. Dang. Have you have you ever played a Final Fantasy? I've never played a Final Fantasy. Ooh, okay. I haven't played a lot of JRPGs. I really, really, really want to play. I want to play Dragon Quest Eleven so bad. I want to play it so bad. I'm so hyped for it to come to Switch. Have you seen the trailer for the movie? Yeah, I've got mixed feelings about the trailer for that movie. I think it looks really nice. I've never even played Dragon Quest, but like, it looks like a fun-looking movie. I like the style yeah. a lot. The style is really, really cool. My gripe with it, the only gripe I have completely unsubstantial worthless gripe is they changed the eyes from akira toriyama's sharp triangular eyes that Mm. he does for everything to extremely dreamworks looking eyes like Uh. it looks like how to train your dragon and i understand why they did this they did it because the entire movie looks very like how to train your dragon dreamworks quality like it it is at that bar they are there and it is their opportunity to capture a international audience by um, going for that style and people being like not knowing the genesis of it, but knowing like I like dragons. This is a cool high fantasy thing. I like thing. quests. I like quests. It's gonna be cool. <laughs> so they'll get that how to train your dragon audience if they 
deodorize it mm-hmm. to use the that old outdated 90s term that they keep using in the um the, that pikachu globals adventure book deodorizing yes localizers would deodorize quote unquote to hide the cultural smell oh. Um, oh. i don't uh, like that term it's origin thing yeah but that was the the prevailing wisdom in the 90s was like you had to hide the um hide its origin mm. for it to be popular because people are xenophobic and don't want to learn things about other cultures. And so I get a sense that that's part of the approach of the Dragon Quest movie and why they changed the character designs. But that's just your just speculation, though. Like... That's just my speculation. But why else would they make the eyes, these circles, instead of the extremely distinctive, famous Akira Toriyama eyes? It's like because... the Dragon Ball Z eyes, right? Like the very yeah. sharp, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I really want to play, well, I don't know if I really want to play a Dragon Quest. I, I've just, I've seen it here and there, like, since I was a kid, but I've never met anyone who played Dragon Quest. Like, I don't really know anything about it, so I'd be interested to, to see it. But, like, JRPGs are just, they take, they're, they're so clearly designed for teens and younger who have a bunch of free time after school, and it... It's not, I just, I, uh, I'm so mad at Persona 5 right now. I just, um, yeah, speaking of JRPGs, tell me your Persona woes and, uh, whatever the opposite of a woe is. Are there opposites of woes in 2019? Joys? Delights? (laughs) Oh, joy. That's what they're called. I forgot. (laughs) Listen, Persona 5 is super stylish and there's a lot about it that I like. There's a lot about it that I hate. There's a lot about it that I hate. But there's a lot about <laughs> it that I like. And, like, <sighs> good things. Has some great style. Like, so cool. So, like, wah, 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 jazzy and cool and fun. <laughs> um, uh, and the character designs are fun. And the personas are fun. Um and it's basically just like the highest budget visual novel that I've ever played. <laughs> um, and like, I'm, I'm, the characters are all cool, and you can like go and and learn about them. And um, they're like exploring the city is really fun. I still like stumble across like districts that I haven't been to, and I'm like hours away from being wow. in the game. Really? Because I because I didn't know what kind of game I've never played a Persona before, so I wasn't playing it correctly until like the last chapter. Because um, oh. I had some I had some moments where I was just like I just want to progress in the story and then nothing's happening. It's so slow because it's slow. You wild like, away the days of your youth. Yes, I did. I wild away the days of my Japanese teenage youth because the game. After the first, okay, the whole game is about infiltrating these palaces, which are like mind palaces, because so you can... Like in Sherlock? Yes, sure. And, <laughs> and like, the first palace is really cool. Like, great art direction, like, cool cutscenes that are 3D animated, and bleh, and then there's 2D cutscenes, too, which just look bad, and really they should have just animated all of them in the 3D style, because the 3D style is just way more satisfying to look at than the 2D style that they went with for the... Whatever, for the cutscenes, but... Um, first palace is great, whatever. But then after the set first palace, the second palace, the third palace, the fourth palace, are just so boring. And there are times where the story is just not going anywhere, 
and you're just like, this is structured like an anime. Like I've been, I've been watching this show for decades and it's been on filler episodes for, for a year and I'm dying. (laughs) But like, uh, but you realized you were supposed to be doing like side quests and stuff during that time or. Yeah, I didn't, I, I wasn't surely. So all, all of your team members have, you can level up your relationship with them and that gets you, um, um, gives them more abilities in battle when you're actually like doing the combat and, uh, palace dungeon stuff. Um, but I wasn't, I didn't know that that is how it worked, um, until later and then if you if you max out your relationship, their persona changes and turn, turns into like a different persona or like the next like it like it evolves yeah. into a different persona, which is super cool. But I didn't know that happened. So the only one I got was the scripted one, uh, where they give you Morganas as part of the story um, at the end. And I was like, dang. And by the time I was like I was trying to grind it all out as fast as I could, but then like here's God, there's so many problems with Persona. <laughs> Listen, all right, I'm kind of rambling. I'm going to try and be a little bit more scientific no, go, about this. So, go on, go on. Did you say something more scientific about this? Yes. Here's here's one of the here's one of the biggest problems with Persona that just drives me nuts. It is not very good at telling you how far you are progressing, like how close you are to the end of anything. Um, like the end of a palace, it's not always clear that the next room is going to be the last room or how many puzzle rooms there's going to be really. Um, it wasn't clear when the end of the game was coming. Like, I'm going to spoil it a little bit because it's been out for like two years now. I don't even know how long. Who cares? So there's a character, I don't remember his name now, but he's just some bald guy and he's evil, and... Oh, Igor. No, he's like a younger politician, evil dude. Shin... 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 Shindo... Shino... Shinjo... I don't remember his name. Shido. It's Shido. Um, so there's this character named Shido, and he is basically built up to be the big bad throughout the entire game, even though the characters themselves don't really get to know him until, like, a little bit more than halfway through the game. But the reason you, the player, know he's the big bad is because you meet him, like, way early on. Um, he's, like, in the first cutscene. He's the one that, that just throws you into this whole story. He's, like, he's the instigator for everything. Like, that's where your story starts, is with him. And you kind of forget about him for a little while because it kind of goes away. But then, like... He pops up here and there, and you recognize him because you're not a dum-dum, and, but the, the player characters don't because, I mean, whatever, who knows? I don't know why. Um, but then, so you know who it is, and you, you're aware that this was the guy from the beginning, so you think, like, oh, they've been building this up this whole time. He's going to be the big bad at the end. And, like, finally, finally, you, you, you invade his palace, um, or infiltrate his palace and steal his heart, and you're like, that's it! We beat the big bad! Nope! That's not it, because there's still more after that. Oh my god, it's so annoying! <laughs> and, 
And there was still, like, it still gave you a chance, like, you didn't, maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but it always, it also talked about how, like, this is going to be your last mission. Um, make sure you do everything before you go, but it wasn't your last mission. I don't, <laughs> I'm so, I'm just. <sighs> you just want it to end, huh? Why are you dreading that you have to do more to get to the end rather than excited that there's more to do? Because actually, traversing palaces isn't fun, I guess. Like, part, I guess part of my problem is that I just, I'm not the person who likes grinding at all. I will do the bare minimum to get through an RPG level and beat the bosses. But with Persona, especially because I, I didn't really spend time learning how all of, like, the Persona fusion works and everything and leveling up your Personas and how to do all that properly... My personas are, are not as high level as they could be. And also, my teammates are not as strong as they could be because I, I didn't do all their player stories or, or character stories. Because um, early on, I was like, oh, I don't care about this character or I'm going to focus on this character or I want to try and romance this side character who isn't even in my party or whatever. Um, so do you feel like the characters have like wrapped up their arcs or... Well, I mean, a lot of the character stories I didn't get to experience because I didn't play through them. Like a lot of those, you, you have to you have to do those on the side, like during your free time, um, and then the main storyline happens, like kind of alongside, like on its own. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I guess maybe it's my own fault. Like that's kind of why I wanted to well, replay it, so I could actually have a chance to like delve into all those character stories. But I, I wasn't. I wasn't familiar enough with the persona structure to really take advantage of all the time that I had. Because yeah. a lot of the times it felt like, like one of the things that persona does for people who aren't aware is that there are sections where you do a dungeon or you take time during the day to like go work a part-time job or go hang out with this character or go do this activity to up this social stat, which, which helps you do more things in the real world as opposed to the dungeon or whatever. Um, but I wasn't really familiar with how that worked and I can only take so many tutorial text boxes before I just kind of scan them and click them away and I just want to do the story. Um, and I had a lot of days where I was just like, I don't know what to do with my time. I'm not really interested in talking to any of these characters. I'm just going to go try and do something else. I don't know. Um, mm -hmm. and then they have this whole procedural dungeon thing called Mementos, which felt, which I assumed was just like an extra thing mm -hmm. like 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 the chalice dungeons in bloodborne like they're not required for you to beat the game i don't know why i assumed this because they kind of bother you to go into mementos constantly throughout the game it's like hey remember mementos maybe you should go check it out so i neglected mementos the entire game and at the very end it's like well time to get to the very bottom of mementos to finish <laughs> the game and i'm just like that, that's a required. <laughs> so I spent like an hour or two hours just sprinting down all these low level areas that I just did not care. I just like, I ignored because I didn't, it didn't, I didn't think it was necessary for the story. <laughs> I played the game wrong. And that's, I'm not... that's the thing that's always kept me from playing any of the Persona games was that um, everyone says that like they're really cool and interesting and like, people really enjoy playing it and consider like 
they carry their time with that game with them you know mm-hmm. like uh it sticks with them and uh they're very memorable games for people but it's always sounded like it's so easy to play the game wrong and you have to play it wrong before you can play it right and that's like that's such a intimidating wall to have to climb it's like i don't want to play this game wrong but also i don't have anyone to coach me yeah there's there's definitely a benefit to having friends who've played it before because when i played final fantasy 7 when i was in like junior high um i had like tips from my friends who had already played through it and were like giving me like pointers and stuff or maybe i just again i don't like grinding like this is a problem with a lot of jrpgs is that like sometimes they'll throw enemies at you and you just you have to leave and go grind for however long I don't know. It's like I, I'm, I'm. I have to beat Persona Five. Like I have <laughs> to have beat. To. I have to beat it. Like if I don't beat it, it would have beaten me, and I, I can't allow that. <laughs> but like now, I'm trying to figure out. Like, do I do I like Persona Five? Do I do I enjoy it? Because like when I first started, I was so enchanted by it. Like I was I was really enjoying it. I thought it was really cool. But I don't know. Something in these last couple chapters, I'm just like. I've gotten sick of it. I, I think I think one of the biggest things that started to turn me sour on it is the level design of the palaces. Like mm-hmm. they really they really take a hit like right after the first one. Like they the the environments just get a little bit more like they, they get more and more sparse in terms of like just art direction. The actual level design is not really all that interesting. What's really weird about games like the like the, like they have platforming for some reason. Which I don't know why, because it's clearly not built for it. Like it's it, you're mostly. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm I, I'm sounding kind of incendiary about it. I don't mean to be mean, but like most of the time you're doing these turn-based like strategic battles, and that's like where all your brain power is happening. And then the other times you're running around a palace, and the character controller just feels a little unwieldy. It can be kind of hard to control. And there's like stealth segments too, almost like right? Cut, you yeah. have to like hide behind stuff. Yeah, but like a lot of the times it's set up so you just it's you you can't really sneak past a a a guard. Like the levels aren't set up for you to have there's not alternate routes or anything. It's definitely not a stealth game. Um and there is like there you do have some lenience uh, around like if a guard spots you, they don't like go after you right away. There's like some there's like a little grace period there. But like there are definitely moments where like you just you have to you have to fight all of them, and that's usually what I do. It's just it's just safer, because if you try and sneak by and they spot you and they get a jump on you, you have such a huge disadvantage in battle that you, it usually kills me. Probably because I don't like to grind and I I get killed because I'm a low level. I don't know. I'm trying to figure out like how much of it is my fault for not being the kind of player that this thing is made for. And how much of it is Persona's fault? I think we're both kind of at fault. <laughs> it's just a bad relationship. And there will be like puzzle rooms, and the puzzles are bad. <laughs> like there's there's a there's a room in this pal in this one of these palaces that's it's a maze, but it's completely dark. Like there's almost no lighting. It's like oh, it's the house of darkness. Can you make your way through? And it was so infuriating. I had to look up a guide because you can't see. <laughs> like, you can't. That's not, that's not a puzzle. That's just, it's just mean. <laughs> I don't know. Like, 
maybe there is a persona who can light up things like we use flash in pokemon unfortunately no it doesn't work like that but that would be cool put hidden machines in persona what i do really like though is that you can actually see the enemies i was re- i've been replaying final fantasy 10 2 with a friend of mine recently and like all the final fantasies it's random battles so you can just be walking in the overworld and then all of a sudden boom random battle and that's always been that's always really frustrating. Like it's always been really frustrating in any Final Fantasy that I've played because you're just not prepared for it. Like you're trying to get to a thing and then you just get interrupted and it just it doesn't feel good. Um, in Pokemon, it feels okay because you're like you're in grass. Like it only happens in certain areas. You know where it's gonna happen. Um, in a lot of Final Fantasies, it can really just happen anywhere in the open world. But in Persona, they're all like 3D characters. You can. You can attack them directly to get like an advantage on them. You can go around them, so that's really cool. I always appreciate it when games do that. It, it's this kind of this kind of. Ra- I didn't prepare any like structured notes for this, but like I have a lot of conflicting feelings about Persona. Like right now, it's mostly negative, but like. I have a question: Are there things from Persona you want to try to recreate so you can take the good parts and utilize them? Because I know that the games that you uh enjoy making in your spare time have some elements that uh persona also like definitely excels at where it's very character based they got cool designs this cool dialogue systems and ways to interact with those did you learn anything from that that you're like wow i want to try yeah i part of that system i recently um started revisiting some uh, visual novel concepts that i had lying around and I, I re-downloaded Renpy because I, I used to play around with it in it before. So I was like, I don't know. It kind of got me in the mood to try and write a, a visual novel. And there's a lot of really nice things about Persona. Like, the UI is so good. Like, I could just spend <laughs> hours. Like, there's so many. I, I have spent so much time in that game just, like, looking at all the details and all the techniques that they used. Because, yeah. like... When, when when the screens trans- transition, there's like a character in the background that changes to a 3D model and then animates and then gets replaced by a by an image and that makes up yeah. the background of the next screen. And it's like, it's just so cool. Ooh, another really cool thing that I noticed recently in Persona 5 is that when you do a melee attack... Um, Excuse the control- me, what? When you do a melee attack in, in battle... Is that how it's pronounced? Melee? 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 I don't know. Whatever. When you attack, um, your controller rumbles, but only if the protagonist attacks. If the other characters are attacking, even though you're controlling them, your your mm. controller doesn't rumble. Um, oh, interesting. So that was like a cool little detail that I only like. I only just noticed, even though I'm like at the end of the game. So I'm kind of curious. Like, there's a like there's a that game is there's so much polish. Like, it's such a well-polished and, and really well-put-together game. There's, like, a lot of really cool stuff to just stumble upon like that. Um, but I'm also, like, I'm taking notes about how, just as, like, a visual novel, I'm noticing things like how they handle the relationship system and how the dialogue boxes behave and everything. Like, their dialogue system is actually pretty rudimentary, like, Nothing you say really matters. Like all the dialogue options are the same, um, and there's only there's only there's a very few moments in the game where dialogue options actually make a difference. 
Um, mm -hmm. But, like, it still allows you to participate and keeps you involved. Otherwise, you would just be reading. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, like, you love doing fan art games and stuff. Mm -hmm. And so how can we fan art the parts of the game that you love into something that you can use for something else cool in the future? I, I do really like the... Um, traveling system and how there's different things to do in different places and different people to talk to at different times and different days there's like a whole like schedule um and you can learn like what times these stores are open and what days this character is in this location and that kind of thing i, I thought that was really interesting um and i was trying i was thinking about doing something like that um in ren pie if i could put something together kind of mm -hmm. like that yeah, does Rempai have a have a way of tracking time like that, or do you gotta hack that in? Well, there, yeah, that's, that probably something I could do with like variables, because um, it's all just Python. Um, I have yeah. a very rudimentary understanding of of, of Renpy. Um but because like the transition of days and like the passage of time is all controlled via player interaction, like it should be pretty simple to do, because it just triggers when you end like the end of a day or something. Yeah. Um, so then you could probably just have like, uh, you could have labels that check for okay, what what day is it? Like what part of the day? That's something I could probably I could probably get it to work in Renpy. Yeah, build up some phases because that's what I was doing phases. when I was last working on the investigation game. Was um, like I had uh, I had the the day time phase where you're like talking to people, mm -hmm. and I needed to build up the nighttime phase, which is what um what I did. I managed to clone basically everything that i was doing in the daytime phase and repurpose and reuse all of those parts in um with some like slight alterations that change between the phases so that all the pages that are for uh, people turn into locations and all the questions that you'd ask each individual people turn into the activities that you can then select from and stuff um and so i was able to just reuse all of the UI and systems and um, controls between the two of them. And that felt pretty cool. Took some cleverness and uh, still needs some work to make it look distinct and, um, and feel nice. But uh, phases were on my mind a few weeks ago when I was working on that. <laughs> yeah, when's, uh, when's the last time you got to work on the investigation game? It was before I started at my new job because there's just been... Wow. Much much life shifting since then. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, no, it's actually, been a No, it must have been after that. It must have been after that, right? Cuz You started like a couple months ago, right? Yeah, it's been it's been 2 months now, I think. Wow. At least. But um yeah, time has flown by. Things have been so busy here, and I feel bad that I haven't been able to just give some cool game dev updates and tips and things, but um Yeah, I feel bad about that too. I feel like we've just been talking about Pokémon for the past couple episodes and not actually making anything. Um, and I'd like I'd like to to rectify that. Well, it's like they say, before you can make apple pie, first you must make the universe. And that is an adage that I think comes up a lot in games because before you can have anything in a game, you got to build the entire freaking universe, right? Like you have to build every component of it. Yeah, I mean you have you're to build a... <laughs> the engine, and then you can mess around with the pieces. I guess you're making a very incredulous face. Have you never heard this this uh? That, like that, before, that idiom? before you can eat apple pie, you have to. Before you can bake, you have, before you can bake. Wait, before you can make apple pie, you have to make. I don't the even universe? know if it's apple pie. It's something. 
before I, you commit wait i don't know if i've heard this I mean, i'm not it, making okay we're googling this idiom all right otherwise uh i invented this advice and now i give it to the world um <laughs> before make first make universe type 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 Mm. To make apple pie from scratch, you must first invent the universe. Carl Sagan. Okay, so it is a thing. I The thing I googled did not work, and I'm just getting a bunch of galaxy brain takes, and by that I mean literal galaxy brain, like galaxy and mm. then brain takes. Here's a core question. What did Carl Sagan mean when he said, if you wish to make apple pie from scratch, you must first create the universe? It's about how you need the atoms and the structure of the physics of our universe in order to reach... A delicious apple pie. Well, yeah, because going all, the way back. All, all of the ingredients need to exist first, and the things that make the ingredients exist need to exist first, and existence needs to exist first. And that's what making video games is like. Making video games is like, I want to have a cool little town with people. Well, first, you got to design all the systems, all the building materials, everything that goes into making that experience possible. And you know what? Even before you can get to the game, you got to make some real apple pie first, and that means you got to get your kitchen in order which means you got to buy a kitchenette and then spend a few nights assembling this little kitchenette so you can put your pots and pans somewhere so they're not sitting on top of your couch because you don't have any space in the cabinet to store the pots and pans because your bed is also the couch and that's because you just moved and you have to make the entire universe atoms first before you can make a video game. All right. This is getting pretty personal. <laughs> Quote Carl Sagan. <laughs> famed video game designer <laughs> uh but all of that to say that um yeah i, I assembly furniture is making games too i've actually already started i have like a rampi project open right now i have i've been messing around with code learning how to like do some simple label jumps and variables and keeping track of wait scores. was my monologue that long no uh, yeah <laughs> i just I wrote a whole game while you did that <laughs> oh, man, I, I wish I had that kind of skill, but um, I think I, I think uh, for for our next when we record next, I hope to have something have something playable actually that you could you could play and, and tell me if it's good or not. Yes, we'll do that one way or another. We'll have something playable. If it's not that I have progress on the investigation game, I will have another small playable thing because I have a few other projects that are open and mm. could have some feedback and stuff, but primary goal get that investigation game to the next level get some gameplay we're getting back into the loop everybody yeah season three of free wi-fi ah, season, season, season two <laughs> was uh was the the season where they switched directors and no, no one did the things that they're known for no <laughs> season two is when the actor your primary actor got a, an injury and couldn't be in any of the fight scenes so they had to make up a bunch of stuff to get around it they put everybody on a farm and nothing else happened. It was the farm season. It's like the ending of Persona 5 where it just keeps going and going and nothing's happening. Never and that's ends. us right now. It never ends. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's probably the, our time for the episode. What do we do? We yeah. complained about Persona. We talked about video games. And we talked about making video games for once. Yeah, wow. a little bit. Well, I hope you get to play a good video game soon and rekindle your excitement for what what can be done with cool computers and a dream. Because <laughs> at the end, that's all we got, right? Cool, cool computers, computers and a dream. dream. Yeah. yeah. So 
let's let's play some cool video games and figure out what we can just outright rob from them and remake <laughs> oh real quick i really want to steal the dress sphere garment Ooh, the fun. garment grid stuff from final fantasy 10 too 10 yeah. 10 had the had the sphere grid which was kind of interesting but a little complicated um 10 2 has the garment grid and if you haven't played 10 2 uh go ahead and play it because i love it it's the best final fantasy the whole thing is that in battle you can do like these role changes and they're straight up magical girl transformations and they're great. But basically yeah. you have all these dress spheres which are basically different roles. There's like a white mage dress sphere and a gun mage dress sphere and a and a gun black mage. mage. Yeah, no, it's great. And you, you you can you get these garment grids that have paths between all these roles. So during battle you can select a new one to transition to it. Um, and garment grids have them all arranged differently, and you can you can choose which spheres to put in what slots. But some garment grids have different benefits. So if you take one path out of garment grid, you might get a bonus for doing that in, in battle. Like, ooh, you went this way during battle, you get this bonus. Like, you can, now you can cast cure or whatever. Yeah. So the direction you're going makes a makes a huge difference. Yeah. So so you actually like magical girl transformations are part of the main like core loop of like the fi- of the game and it's great. That's um, so cool. And there's like a, there's a lot of these garment grids. So it's it, they must have been pretty easy to make once you had all like the systems in place and they just like made a bunch of them. And I just I really like that system. I think it's really cool and I um Can you make it in Renpy? Is there like uh, ways you can prototype something that has the the movement or like parts of the system, even if you don't have the the art for uh, any any I don't different know. or anything. Um, I don't know if Renfi would be the right engine for it. I have to think about that. Yeah, something to consider. Something to consider. Yeah, we should wrap up. We should hang up, and then I have to tell. I got to talk to you about the the Macross crossover live. Okay. I'm okay. so upset. All I'm right. so upset that I didn't go. Okay. okay. Let's let's log off. Have mm-hmm. a good night. Oh, you're gonna. I was going to say a thing. Okay, go ahead. Thank you so much for listening to Free Wi-Fi. I hope you have a good night. And if you're listening to this in the morning, screw you. (laughs) Have a good (laughs) (laughs) Have a good night, everybody. (laughs) We'll see you in the morning. See you in the morning. We'll get breakfast. (laughs) Get in the van. We're getting brunch mimosas dude did i tell you about this this uh pastry place at the at the base of my building that's like pastries and coffee and i was like oh sweet i'm gonna go there in the morning and see if i can get some pastries and i look in and it's like no we don't sell pastries this is a concept shop this is like a facade to the concept of a cafe i was so angry what does that mean what are they selling everything is expensive and they don't have pastries why did they do this i'm so upset not even a free (laughs) wi-fi all right Uh. see ya